0: check ah, that's delicious we like a four sips of coffee in and best coffee i ever had I'm that guy. I'm that guy that every time he has a coffee, every time he has a drink, because he's in a good mood. he's like the best he's ever had. Welcome to the show. My name is Dean and uh, joining me today for the program, please welcome back uh, Lachlan Cross from 957 Cruise FM, host of the locker room. And one of the stars of Kenny versus Spenny, my friend and yours on tour whenever he wants cameo whenever you need it. A bar gig, whenever you want one. Please welcome Mr. Spencer Rice, ladies and gentlemen. Kenny versus Spenny. Hey, Spenny. Thank you. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Good to see you guys. Can I, can I, want, can I point good. out some
1: hypocrisy? I want sure. to just point out some... I sent a picture yeah. of something that um, I just recently bought at Costco. I caved. It's been there for about a month, month and a half. But they have the Christmas eggnog in the dairy section. And every time yeah. I walk by it, I go... I got to get that. Uh, No, it's fat guy juice. I don't need that. Like I caved yesterday. I bought the fat. I bought a bucket of fat guy eggnog juice. It's the the very creamy, the Costco stuff. People know what I'm talking about. It's the best. Put it in the fridge. Made myself a cup of coffee. Poured it in the coffee. Fantastic. You start making fun of me, which you can't do. Mr. Pumpkin Spice. You can't make fun of eggnog if you're a pumpkin spice fan. No, no I don't there's care. No. It's not
0: eggnog. Eggnog is like it's like elephant cum. It's like the worst tasting you, shit I've ever met in my life. And it's oh like my so God. It's like it's like pudding. oh my God. It's like elephant cum pudding, and it tastes worse than that too. I can imagine, even though if I've never elephant, had elephant
1: cum tastes like that. Get me a big elephant
0: dick. Of course. It's awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: I hate it. I don't know anybody that likes eggnog. Like everybody when you talk to likes
2: someone, eggnog.
0: Nobody likes eggnog. Nobody. Spenny, do you like eggnog? Yes, you First no?
2: of all, I'm a a Hanukkah guy who happens to like Christmas more, so I celebrate Christmas. Um, right. No, I, I do not like eggnog. Sorry. There you go. You're the there only
0: you guy go. on the panel that
2: are likes you eggnog.
1: still drinking, Spenny? Yeah. Okay, then totally. do me a favor. You have to find a bucket of eggnog, find some kind of a rum or some kind of a rye or something, and put fucking eggnog and rye in he in a have drink. To do anything you ice- want to do. You know what wow. I do? I do dark rum, and you got to do the lock mix. You fill the glass. You get a big glass. You fill it with ice right to the top. Then you put half of the glass full of rye. Then put eggnog on the top and mix it up. Are you getting a
0: eggnog feeling so for... so good. Are you getting a feeling for his alcoholism at this point, Spen?
2: Uh, like you got to put a half of... Uh- what's that? We're brothers in drink.
0: Mmm. I don't know that you are, to be honest with you. I think I think Lachlan kind of gets gets a. Well, actually, you might be. I think you guys both drink the same amount. How much do you drink on a daily basis, Ben? How many cocktails do you have on a daily basis? I It's not daily.
2: It's probably three times a week. I get pretty hammered. (laughs) I don't even like alcohol.
0: You just like what it does for Is that? I do. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even like alcohol, so why you have it? What do you have there? Caesar? Is this that a Caesar? Is a beauty. This is.
2: Uh, I got to show you something here. So this I is Don't even elite. like alcohol, but this three days a of the week Caesar. I'm fucking hammered.
1: Can you clean your see the your camera? Like just this, wipe the cum off the.
2: What you is can it? See the um sa- uh, what are those called? The horseradish in there, which I add very hot horseradish. And this is something most people don't do: olives.
1: In your Caesar,
2: I've yeah. seen that. Okay pepperoni sticks are also excellent
0: also pepperoni sticks or have you yeah. ever d- had the bacon like the the strip of bacon in your, uh, no, a- in that your sounds yeah that's <laughs> yeah. yes. yes, the thing is like all that stuff I noticed like Caesars look delicious after I quit drinking oh. it was like you quit drinking and the, the Caesars so have meat in them mojitos come in a can vodka soda comes in like a Tetra pack now and you're like yeah. oh why did I quit drinking back then what happened why to did the they Bloody do Mary? The bloody, bloody mary states, isn't it? I bloody don't Mary's like the bloody states. mary
1: as much as I like the caesar. I don't know why. What's the difference?
0: Uh, like tomato
1: the, juice versus tomato versus juice clam. versus clam. Really? really?
0: So bloody mary is clam juice and caesar is tomato juice no, or is it other the other way, way around? around? Okay.
1: Yeah, I had a I, I had, had a totally. gin caesar, Spanny. Yeah. Um this year, I think that's the first time I ever had a gin caesar. That was good, I prefer caesar vodka. Once.
0: Me too. I've had a bourbon caesar. That was no bueno, no bueno
2: bourbon. Caesar? No, I, a little bourbon. I,
0: I, that might be pretty good. Depending if you get smoke tried, a smoke bourbon, go with the bacon, right? If you put a little bacon in that bad boy,
2: I tried the uh, gin martini, which is pretty old school, but I didn't like it as much as vodka. I no. don't like, I
1: don't like uh, gin as much as I like vodka. Although I've had a couple of gins that were made locally. It's a thing now. Like guys are producing gins. Okay. Like there's distilleries everywhere in Alberta now. And there's some guys out here that are, are, they've got serious chops on making liquor. Like they know what they're doing. And yeah. I, this one guy, white lightning, Rick, he drops off booze for us. I don't know. Every couple of years. Yeah. Like that, that's who you get your year.
0: booze from. Some guy named Rick named from white lightning <laughs> from white lightning. <laughs> he he's in he's his, up in Barhead. Does he and, brew it in his garage?
1: I think it's an extension <laughs> of his house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's free booze right you'll do anything for first dude booze. this you'll, stuff you'll look I'm past pretty sure the he... idea that there is quality control when the booze is free no That's
1: there's the no thing. you don't need to worry about that nothing lives in a vat of alcohol you don't yeah, need no. to actually
0: clean anything
1: although i think you can use it to clean your fence yeah this probably. shit's good i'm telling that... you right now this Give he me me brought a guy.
0: what's that I was never a gin guy when I drank. It was like gin was like it always tasted like uh, like bad Universe. mouthwash, like medical grade mouthwash. Every time I had gin, I would drink it if I didn't have anything else because I just like spending. The whole idea wasn't like I don't care. I'm not like I'm enjoying this. I just want to get faced. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was the whole idea
2: when we were kids, we used drink. To get shots of vodka or whiskey and a pitcher of water, <laughs> and we. <laughs> Down the shot, drink a glass of water, down the shot, and after about seven of those, holy guacamole, you were wasted.
0: Greased? Greased, really? Greased. Greased, like after seven shots of alcohol? I guess so, because you're a kid, right?
2: No, yeah. no, but you're doing them like... multiples, Back to back. Back okay. to back. You do
1: seven ounces in 30 minutes, that gets no, everybody no. drunk. No,
2: I'm talking five minutes.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, no, boom, that, you're that, just that like makes riding the lightning like a machine gun. Bang, bang, yeah. bang, bang, bang.
2: I get that. All right. Well, it's good. And the, the worst things that ever happened to me on alcohol were when I did that.
0: What what happened to you?
2: Uh once I passed out in a parking lot in Santa Monica, and uh when I woke up, I swear on my life, my pants had art on them. Someone painted on my pants. <laughs> I was on I had uh, I also had uh Three Navy grogs, which was three shots of rum. And I went on the half day cruise out of Malibu. And it was, it, it was insane. I got yeah. so. Annoyed. But You're I saved money. I only totally and-
1: did the half day.
0: Yeah.
2: No, yeah, it was awful.
0: <laughs> I'll go through the stories. I'm just happy you guys are here. We're going to get a lot of stuff to get to. We're going to talk about, uh, a uh, bunch of different shit. We're going to get into why Spenny wasn't allowed to have his phone last week. That's a lot of fun. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about um, probably hair. We're going to talk about building a wall around Canada and the United States. I just wanted to quickly bring this up though, because uh, I know I don't know Spenny if you're a Leaf fan. I'm a Leaf fan. Yes. Um, I don't know if you watched the game last yes. night. They lost six three. Did you watch that again? Yes, Your I Oilers. Did. I actually Oilers are, are shit too. Lachlan's <sighs> in Edmonton. Oilers are Oilers just are a disaster. So bad. Uh, both teams terrible save percentages shouldn't have lost that game last night even though they did if you're a Leaf fan I didn't even care about the game last night though did you see a uh, hockey analyst Sam Cosentino's hair uh, by all accounts nice guy no. but it, it really it took my breath away last night now he's clearly dyed his hair and every time between intermissions first and you got a pic- period what's that you got a picture no, well, no, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I can get a picture. I just didn't bring it, um, because I don't want to base the guy, because apparently he's very nice, and we have common friends and stuff like that. Good for him, I guess. But, well, let's
1: uh, bring PS- up the fact that he dyes his hair without showing the picture, but mention <laughs> wow. him freely, See, his first and last knows. name.
0: That's my fucking point. Think right. Rudy Giuliani. Think Rudy yeah. Giuliani. Yeah, think Rudy Giuliani or Tom Cruise or. Whoever I need a picture. To. I.
2: I, I, I oh, 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 uh, oh, there he is.
0: There's, <laughs> no, there's a lot going is on that him. There, well, I'm going to get a picture of him right now. I, but it, it was it was disconcerting because like Sam Cosentino is an excellent hockey guy. He's like an analyst. He's been on TV forever. I worked in the same building as him. He was kind of like salt and pepper, kind of brown, you know, like and and What's last night, look? I, last I don't mind night, that look. At the start, well, nobody does. This is my point, and everyone knows, which is why I don't have a problem talking about it. But last night, I'm watching uh, the hockey game, and every time he came on between periods, I laughed. I, I like, I laughed out loud. I couldn't. I so this is a recent kids, development. Was like, it was la- It was last night. The first time I've seen this brand new dyed do. Like it was like because it was like salt and pepper kind of brown sort of shirt, short, and now it's like a fucking dyed helmet. Like, you don't want to touch it just in case you might mess something up. And I don't even know if most of that's his real shit, but he's got more hair and it mm. is very dark mm. and it is a very different color than his eyebrows. And I I've couldn't take underste- my eye. Have you not? Uh, dude, you, you got to watch.
1: you revolving around hair. I, well, I This don't is get my it. thing.
0: I'm both. So, so I, I was actually, and it started, at, and, and maybe because I had a, an excellent indica last night, but it started my mind going. And I wrote a piece on this whole thing because I thought to myself, Don't like guys, especially old dudes. Listen, women, different. You're going to if you're going to dye your hair like platinum blonde or green, different. But old guys that are denying their 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 age, like uh, saying to themselves, you know what? If I do this, I'm going to feel younger and no one's going to know. Like living in this weird fucking alternative reality where it's like, dude, I saw you last week. You were salt and pepper. Now you're jet black. You look ridiculous. But my question is. Do you know people that do this and do you not feel put off by it? Do you not feel like, like when you meet a guy, if it's your friend or you see someone in public, like you clearly, when you look at a dude that's dyed his hair, you can clearly tell and you stare right at him and he looks at you and he gives you the judgy eyes where he's like, I know you're looking at my hair and you're like, dude, how can I not fucking look at your hair? Like it is absolutely unnatural because the carpet doesn't match any of the curtains or any of the placemats like it doesn't match your eyebrows doesn't match your goatee and your face looks like a prune so we know like you're over 70 there's no way you have dark hair am i being mean by saying it is rude of men to dye their hair at a certain age spenny is it is it wrong of me
2: well first of all i'm uh, looking at that picture i'm not sure it was hair dye it looked more like brown shoe polish but that's okay
0: (laughs) that's not him that's somebody else right yeah, I'll get the K- Sam Cosentino picture okay yeah all yeah. right that
2: is that is my mu- look at the top that is shoe polish my friend uh or latex paint I'm not sure what's going on there and the the mustache Here, here's the deal I can get into I could talk about this for hours uh about my personal uh issues with the hair dye uh and they're not negative issues they're positive issues but uh hold on you dye your hair I I have been dyeing my hair since I was in my early 30s. You're kidding. <laughs> it just so happens. <laughs> hang on. <I> no. <laughs> look at you see yeah. I look like a chemo patient, but it's actually just the gray roots. Okay.
0: All right. All right. You got gray right. roots. So when, Michelle, did you you gray?
2: Ex- when did you go gray? When well, did you go gray? my mom I went white, not gray. Like in my early 30s. Okay. It started happening. I shouldn't say. I think Dean looks good with the white hair. Yeah, of course. No, I it do. doesn't because of the black eyebrows, which also for getting a couple of grays in there. I don't know if you can see.
0: Yeah, yeah. You look good. Actually, yeah. you sound better when you get closer to the microphone. But here's too. the
2: thing. I have a, I have a youthful face, a fat face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't have a lot of wrinkles. That guy, <laughs> what's his name? Constantino or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he has not been uh, genetically blessed. Yes. I have been. So he yeah. looks like an old dude with shoe polish on his head. Yeah. Tom Jones, same thing. Yeah. Um, and yet...
0: I'm trying to find I, a picture. I,
2: I forgive them. Oh, Steven
0: okay. Seagal, another like terrible fucking hair dye right. job.
2: <laughs> Steven Seagal, um, that looks like a I have
1: hair. to find a picture, of you guys.
0: Donald you Trump, another, another terrible fucking hair dye job. Like everybody knows, even though he sits and denies that he's done it, which is really the shitty part. How about my friend Rudy Giuliani sweating his hair dye off his face a couple of years ago? <laughs> when can, was- I,
2: can I please finish my point? My, <laughs> yeah, my, my point is that um, there's a thing called ageism. Yeah. And I think they're worried more about that than they are about how their particular face at their particular age looks with the hair dye, frankly. And I, I, I'm I, in favor of it. I like laughing at it when it's bad. Uh, so that's a plus. It's like the celebrity cellulite edition uh, on National Enquirer. It was my favorite one. Uh, they don't do it anymore. It's that That's the yeah. problem with woke culture. Uh, uh so i'm 100 percent in favor of hair dye especially when it looks like that uh yeah. steven seagal that's a wig i mean i don't even know what that was look at that i know
0: what that is hang on i'm merkin. trying to find a picture i know what that is that's a merkin that's what that is no that's no. uh that is terrible it dude and it's like the hair dye like I, there's two different ways to do it i've, I've really kind of discovered i read about I actually the... took a deep dive last night because i was high after i saw cosentino's hair here's Here's Costantino. There he is, right? I mean, the hair needs to match the fucking eyebrows in the in the you know. Oh, and, and listen, not more power to him. I know, I know. It's not I mean, that bad, good guy. No, but it was like it's that's that's not last night. Last night was like oh my god, like that that was that was a bad die job. Um, what do you got? Who is that?
1: That's me. That's me trying to do. Who did you just have on the 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 guy in Russia?
0: Oh, Yeah, Steven Seagal. Did you paint? Because that's the other one, right? You can that's, dye your hair. Yeah, but he uses. If you paint. don't have hair, there are guys that like paint their skulls. Yes. Like, remember Ray Lewis used to do it, or that guy remember Miller that?
2: who worked for Trump. Did you see when he did? He did it for one day. Got lambasted because he blacked his head with black. Uh, yeah, I love. Well, here's that. the
0: question I have, but I don't. I don't I because it. it's rude to people like us that don't do it, right? Why, and what you're why saying are you to bothered is, by other people doing this? Because yeah, really. it's rude. It's rude when people d- dye their hair for two reasons. Men specifically and only older men. Because it's like it's like announcing to the world you have a problem being yourself. And you have no okay. confidence who you are so you have to try to cheat your way into getting okay. with a younger chick. That's or something. Funny. I don't know what the fuck it is. That's What's funny. That? It's not funny. It is funny. And then here's course. the other thing. No, it isn't. It's what laughing losers at do, these guys.
2: Like we were laughing. I, that's we bring because pride, they're they bring losers joy to the world. Because they're because they're trying
0: to suspend time. I they're trying to beat of time, think, and they're going to lose every time. I don't. Yeah, oh, here's I agree the thing. with you. I think that you it you is should. a sign you're not it's comfortable the with who you are. But 100, I
1: don't think they're losers. I think it's a sign of insecurity.
0: It's a neon sign that says, "I do not like myself." And for women, that's a huge turnoff. And I'll tell you this, because my significant other, she's significantly younger than me, and I got this head full of white hair. And you know what she says to me? It's the hottest. She's like, you rock that hair. I'm like, yeah, that's right. You know how many compliments I get on this stuff? Because I don't touch it. Because I'm not afraid to to, to, to do whatever this is. Because I'm just me.
2: Dean, if I, I care if less than you did, uh, my hair would be yeah. roughly your color. But look at my eyebrows. Yeah. Ah, so I are white hair fine. with these Groucho Marx fucking glasses. Uh, Dude, eyebrows. you would look a million times better. I, agree. I didn't I know agree. you
0: dyed your hair because you always wear a hat yeah, when yeah, you yeah, on the yeah. show. And so I didn't know this true. break to sue you. Know, take, but I'm, your take, take your hat off. Take your hat off.
1: Take your hat off. Take your hat off.
2: Let me see.
1: You look like a tool. You, let it go. Honestly.
2: <laughs> well, I but it's not dyed. If I had dyed it, by the way, if I had dyed it yesterday, you wouldn't even know yeah. that I had any white hair.
0: Okay, I got. So, do you stand in front of the mirror in the powder room? Like, how many times a month do you have to stand there with the, with like my mom's like plastic gloves on and do well, all? Well, based that on stuff, what you pay me there. for these
2: podcasts, I don't have a powder room. Okay, I have to go to the <laughs> fucking outhouse uh, next door. Okay, uh, we were. Uh, yeah, I'm vain. I'm vain. We're all vain. Why are you pushing? To a you certain have-
1: extent, I
2: think. I think well, what Dean's you what. saying
1: though is this: it's the next level of showing your insecurity. I I got a quick yeah. story. So. When no, I don't. first started at this new radio station, 95.7 Cruise FM, there was a guy that was doing afternoon drive. And shortly after I got there, like I'm not going to say it. Well, I don't care. His name's Gary. Anyway, Gary was working in the afternoons and, and he had a hairpiece. And it was so blatantly obvious that he had a hairpiece. Hilarious. So, I start making jokes on the air because he's doing this bike thing he's doing this thing in the morning like and he was doing cut-ins in the morning and we had and so I'm start I start making fun of the fact that he's got a hairpiece and I'm like do you have a hairpiece that ties into your bike helmet like how does that work and so I'm, I'm doing I'm, I'm cracking all these jokes and my GM is standing yeah. outside of the control room on the window going Cut what the are break. you doing? And I'm like, "What do you Cut mean? What break. am I doing?" Told a couple more jokes. Get into music. She comes running in and she goes, "Oh my God! No one talks about Gary's hair." And I went, "What? Nobody? How can and this you is not? My point. How Dude, can you not? This
0: is my point. This is my whole. He's had point. a
1: hairpiece for 25 years. It
0: looks like a hairpiece. It looked like roadkill on his head." That's the rude part because they do that to their hairs and we'll get to hair pieces in a second. Let's go back to the hair dye. They dye their hair. People die. Men dye their hair where they show up to a family reunion. So I'm last year. That's it was even all they dye their hair and their beard and it's totally a different color. Black. And they're standing there looking at you like this. The whole time.
2: Dean, you're, judging, you're very, waiting. You're very disingenuous because, no, I'm not. because I'm you're the laughing. Truth. When we show yes. the pictures, you're laughing. So it does bring yes. joy to you. Because laughter, is Yes, it you. does. So yes, what I'm saying it does. is, when a guy walks in with hair dye that's awful or a, a bad wig,
0: that's yeah.
2: gold. I judge that? him immediately. You need more of that, a lot less.
0: No, we don't. No, we don't. You know why? Because they'll they'll look at you, I'm and it just happens to me all the time. Because I look at, I'm in the middle, I look at guys' hair, I look at people's hair when I talk to them, right? So it's like it gives everybody a complex all the time. So when I'm talking to someone that's got dyed hair, and they catch me looking at it, because here's the thing. I'm one of those guys, when I see someone with dyed hair or a hairpiece, I can't look away. I have to stare at it. <laughs> you're enjoying it.
2: it. You're enjoying it. You're so like,
0: wrong. Oh, my God. Look at that face. <laughs> what is that? I was I was in the elevator going up to work no, one day. Done. I'm not okay, done. Finish. I don't need one of your quick stories right now. So here's the thing, Here, because it won't be a quick story. Here's the thing. When they do that, it's like they're trolling. It's like they dye no. their hair and then they walk down the street and they give you side No, everybody they walk by side on no, and they're insane. like are you going to look at my hair are you going and and if for five, if one second you make eye contact with that guy cuz I can't hide my displeasure with people that do that to themselves i think they look <laughs> ridiculous so when these guys look at you and they're like this i'm like oh my god you know uh, you know you look ridiculous right like they have to know they have to know that everybody knows, and for them to say with their eyes that I know that you know, but don't say a fucking word. I find that to be the biggest joke in the world because, of course, I have to say Why something. Why are you angry of about it, I'm though? because it's rude.
2: I had no, okay. He's not, I had he's a moment. Feigning anger, Lachlan. He's feigning anger. Look at him. Does that look like I a know? I know. Life?
1: I know. I had a moment, and Spanny, I kind of like. I said, I'm in the middle. I think there is. Dean's onto something but it is funny and it does bring joy. I was on my way into work one day to go to a meeting and we had like a big staff meeting and I get in the elevator with a guy who will remain unnamed. Jake does afternoon drives on the other station. (laughs) So anyway, Jake, I'm on my phone. Jake goes, hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. So I hold the door for him. He walks in. I'm on my phone. I look up and I can see he just had a fresh dye job. Yeah. And it's leaking and he's got a little drip of hair dye down to his forehead. It was on his forehead. I swear to God. Like that. Like Rudy. It was a hot day. It was in the middle of summer. And I, there was a moment where I was like, I went to, I was pointing at it and I was going to go, Hey, Jake, you might want to deal with the hair dye dripping out of your hair. And then I I, I had a moment where I, I had a spanny moment where I was like, no, I'm going to let him go into that meeting. Yes. And everyone's going to see it because everyone needs to get the same amount of joy out of this that I'm getting. So I didn't tell him. And I'm the guy that tells you when you got a big piece of snot hanging out of no, your nose. Never,
2: never tell them. I, don't,
1: I do. I, don't I tell people never. I'm the guy. I'm the guy that tells them you got wife, something in your beard.
2: My wife. And I, my wife and I were at the mall in Kingston, Ontario. There was a lady, she was about 63 years old. She had a big wad of fucking mayonnaise that was hanging like an icicle. We laughed for two hours, just watching. I the last if anybody went up to her and told her, I would have punched the person because it was so much fun. You guys. Honestly, you got to go more towards me, Lachlan, because (laughs) Dean's I think it's a shtick. Dean's doing. doing. No,
0: it's not. Can I ask you a question then? I'll tell you how I know it's not a shtick because it literally physically brings out an emotional reaction from me. And I'm being serious. (laughs) I laughed last night looking at Sam's hair. And then I started Googling pictures of people with bad dye jobs, laughed for like fucking half an hour. And then I got angry because I thought to myself, like, and because here's the thing. Do you know, Spenny? Do you know? that everybody else knows like do you walk around giving a shit or not like are you paranoid no, I don't at give all a shit. okay well then you're you're like you're like one in a million no but then you can dye, say dye well, dye why do you dye
2: your hair if you don't give a shit and so on that level i give a shit but i don't give a shit if 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 i look you know what happens with the sideburns when you dye them it drips sure right <laughs> sometimes i go out and i've and i've tried to wipe it off but it won't come off i don't give a shit but okay, God, good. please let us laugh at these people. My daddy.
0: Oh, that's what I'm saying. Is it rude for us to laugh no. at? Okay. Oh, well, then
2: yes. No, no, I take that back. You, you have to oh, laugh. That's my Why? point. If it's rude. It's for us only to rude laugh if you do it in open. front of them.
0: That's it, right. way better when you do it behind their back. Right. The Dean Blundell show is brought to you by FactCheck.io. FactCheck.io, Makers of the world's most comprehensive fact checking software Dot .io back to the show as always the dean blundell show is brought to you by our friends at factcheck.io factcheck.io do you believe the good people at factcheck are a quorum of software professionals psychological professionals journalists And they use some of the finest software technology to be able to give you the advantage when it comes to getting agency back in your life, when it comes to information that you read. Go to factcheck.io today. For more information, sign up for the beta test, F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had no idea you were uh, such a wet kind Dean Blundell.
0: Oh, I do. Okay, so um, pick one. Pick one. You're going bald. Okay, pick one. Hairpiece or paint on head hairpiece
1: i'm painting it on because that's more fun you get to be crafty okay Okay, you can use tape you know to to, you can i could one day i could have i could have a two head and then the next day i could have a six head
2: guys are doing you you guys are doing tattoos now who are going bold yeah they're tattoo this is my
0: next question uh tattoos no or paint you know who wore a hairpiece i'm I'm
2: sticking with the paint or hairpiece frank fucking sinatra (laughs) End of story. End of debate. Move on.
0: All right. Sorry. He also beat all his wives. Came in the room.
2: And by the way, if I do get to the point that I have a hairpiece, I'm going to be taking it off like a hat sometimes for a laugh, because (laughs) I want to love life. And we'll get into this when we start talking about Israel. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: We will in a second, but I do want to say that speaking of hair dye and jobs, I want to lean into this just for a second because Donald Trump has been. Yeah, that's obviously a hairpiece and it's dyed. So he's got the double asshole. That's the guy, right? That's the example of the people that I make fun of is that cock. But let me just say this. Vegas put out odds and they're not. Lachlan was a big fan. Lachlan was a big fan of the idea that, that Donald Trump will never go to jail. I know Spenny had his phone taken away last week because he's into two topics. His wife took his phone away because he's into like American politics. No, this Israel wrong, Gaza it wrong. Now we'll get yeah. to it in just a second. Um, but I don't know if you guys saw this. Vegas odds have Donald Trump going to jail by a wide margin. And you can find these odds on Bodog. Um, <laughs> like literally. State trial. Yeah. Yes. So. Here are the odds. Will Donald Trump be found guilty of one or more of the 2020 presidential election Georgia result charges? Uh, minus 325 for yes. Uh, so it's like a, you, you basically it's it's like two out of three, three out of four people are saying, yeah, he's going to fucking jail. This is- and they don't put these odds up there to lose money. They put odds up there to win money. Right. So no is plus 225. Will Donald Trump You're be found guilty of one or more on of the classified? Nothing. <laughs> no, you are. You're making plus 225 on a $100 bet right? that's It's going to take you 325 to win $100 if you vote yes. That's how this works. Will Donald Trump be found guilty? Again, three-quarters of the people say yes. Uh Will Joe Biden pardon Donald Trump? <laughs> the answer is absolutely fucking not. But like you were talking about this a couple weeks ago, Lachlan, you were absolutely sure there's business records in the state trial, election results, prison I still match don't think he's going to go time. to jail. I, th- dude, he is going to j- uh, j- uh, jail. Spenny, you don't think yeah. so? I don't. I don't. Think I
2: don't, I don't. And I, I, not only do I think he might get off, I think he might become president again. I also think I that think if he does, president. if it looks like he's going to go to jail, he's going to run.
0: I don't think he's going to be allowed to. He's being taken off the ballot in Colorado. I think the same thing's happening in Maine. I think the same thing's happening in New Hampshire. I think the same thing's probably going to happen in New York after this. Guaranteed it's
2: going to happen in Georgia. I literally don't care anymore. I don't care. I, well, I,
0: and here's the thing. I kind of do now. Like, I didn't then... Like, I spent four years investing myself into this. This guy cannot not go to jail. And then he loses and and he keeps the grift up. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm just exhausted. But now I'm at that point where you get a break from all the war coverage and you see Donald Trump and his sons walking into jail and you see his daughter walking into jail, who, by the way, still looks absolutely fantastic. Um But you see these things happening and then you see Vegas come out with odds and these guys want to make money, right? So they're goading people into taking some of those bets Mm -hmm. and they're saying, hey, take this bet. You'll win 225 on a hundred dollar bet, not going to jail. What they're saying is, is that, oh, yeah, because listen, Vegas odds makers. They talk to enough people and they make sure that they can rig those odds in their favor. So I don't know who they're talking to, but if you look at those Vegas odds, they're talking to somebody in some office with some legal accountability in this process that says he's going to jail, boys.
2: I find it it remarkable that Dean uh, seems to be attracted to, uh, uh, what's her name, Ivanka Trump, uh, she's had more plastic surgery than Jaja Gabor. Gabor. She just got cheekbones put in about a month ago. Oh, did she? So, uh, it, it, apparently, a guy can't uh, try to look young, uh, but uh, she's allowed to alter her body in any way, shape, or form. And you don't Total double standard. Back.
0: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't at all because I don't police women. It's their body, their choice. When it comes to men, because I'm a man, I'm totally allowed to weigh in and mock them. That's how this works. You know, I'm that. kind
1: of on board with Dean. If if women yeah. want to do something to enhance their looks, I mean, just based on what we put them through, they, I would never, never, ever mock a woman for doing it. Uh, I unless they're open to it. Like Joan Rivers, she opened the door to the comments about plastic surgery, so I was fine with it. But I kind of agree. Men kind of have it coming in that regard. If you're Absolutely. if you're altering your looks or whatever, here's my thing about Trump. I I had like this sort of weird sort of peaks and valley with him when he when he won because I was like how how did this happen how in the in anyone's right mind do you go behind a you know a cardboard box in a school gymnasium and write that tool's name down like there there's nobody that will ever explain to me I don't care what you do. I don't care how many years of political science you have. You will never explain to me how that man won Can I the try? presidency. No. Can I try? No, no cuz people have and I and I understand all the I, I, I get all too. the pundits. I but here's the thing. I'm not i I'm at a point now and and I was angry about it for a long time and I was and I raged about it on the show and and then I just sort of settled into this this realization that Everyone is so mad at politics and political figures that they're just like they're willing to fucking put a bomb in the middle of their country, in the name of Trump and blow it up. That's that's kind of where we're at, and we're we're on this we're we're nowhere near as extreme in Canada, but we're closing in on that. Like that's where we're at with politics, and not only that, the other thing is. Nobody in their right mind gets into politics. You have to be, literally, you have to be a criminal. So I think we've sort of succumbed to, as a society, okay, anybody that's running for politics has some ulterior motive and is probably got criminal intentions or will be talked into being a criminal when they get there.
2: At least you're so, not
0: cynical. Yeah, way to no, not generalize. That's awesome. But I, I
1: I'm telling you right now, Every political figure in this country and in the United States of America Everybody. is on the take.
0: You <laughs> will case. not convince me otherwise. Lots of them are. I don't know if every single one is, but every I single think the majority
2: one. are. There's no such thing as, a, as an honest. Not only are you cynical, you're open-minded too.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. So anyway, <laughs>
1: here's my thing. Well, with, with, here's sense. my thing with Trump. You just have to settle for a certain amount of. I don't get the world we're living in and it's it's over like just it's a sign if he gets in again we all just need to give up like yeah. on life in general <laughs> like if they vote him in a second time
0: yeah I'm on i talked I'm to Ray about that a couple months ago and he's like yeah if he gets in again we're moving back to canada Dude's you can't, you I'm can't like, explain yeah, no. that away. Uh, you, I, I, you, I want, hang on, I want Spenny. I want you said you think you can explain it. And, yeah, it's and, and, simple. It's and, not okay, complicated. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's two things, only two things: hatred of government yeah. and uh, hatred of liberals. That's it. Yeah, that's all it is. Nothing more, nothing less.
0: Religious extremism?
2: Well, that's wrapped up in it, but no, no, I don't think so. I think it's 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 uh, America hates the government. I mean, that's. That's why they, that's how the country was founded. Man,
1: and we're, we're getting here. We're getting there in Canada. Yeah. We're we're getting really close. We are. I
2: I don't know why you would wait to stop caring until he, if he gets elected again, I have stopped caring about two weeks ago.
0: Why? What happened?
2: You said exactly the same thing. It was like an epiphany. It was an epiphany that uh, I'm a comedian and a musician. I'm I'm on this uh, this wretched uh, cesspool of a, a site called X, and it's making me unhappy. Like I'm literally getting depressed and angry, and there's and, and I'm doing it to myself. Yeah, there's no way of knowing what the truth is anymore. There's a flood; they flood the zone with disinformation. I, I call Dean once in a while and I text him because I think he does his research and he's a smart guy. I, I'm not uh, I don't do much research uh, and I realize that it's absolutely pointless to care. The most mm-hmm. important thing is that I'm happy and I'm making money and I'm taking care of my family and anything. And I'm just out of the politics game. I'm done. I'm just I love it. how you put
0: money before family too. number one. Number two. I know money makes the family work. I'm Jewish, of course, of course,
1: Dean, <laughs> Dean, but- the last the last time I was on this podcast. Yeah. With Spenny. Yeah. Old slappy here. He said exactly the fucking same thing. <laughs> did I?
2: Well dude. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. No, yeah, you want did. Did. I I exa- almost
1: see tape. I have an Australia for the stock. Almost fucking verbatim. Like, okay. You had given up. You were off Twitter. So let me ask you it was this. It's making you unhappy. You and I are texting you were a musician this- and a comedian <laughs> and you had to and you didn't want to <laughs> Yeah, be you want to argue about me being a comedian.
2: That's a reasonable thing.
0: But okay. um so here's and let me just kind of backtrack because Spenny and I text quite a bit and he's, he is correct. He'll send me a text. He'll say, what about this? and We'll talk about it. What about that? And we'll talk about it. And and the frustration over the past few weeks because of the Israel Gaza stuff's been off the charts. Right. That stuff um, is. And, and so me. he sends me a text and he's like, dude, I, my, my, my wife took my phone away. just gave it to her. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. It's just not for me. And I'm like, yeah, totally, because it's just not for me either. And we had like some interesting kind of back and forth. And I want to kind of get into that because like we, we you and I both know people, you are Jewish. I know people who are Palestinian uh, in, in the entertainment game, in the media game. And, and you watch people take sides, right? Like it's all we've been watching is people take sides and whatever side they take, they tell the other side that they are anti-Semitic or they're terrorists, or they support genocide. There's no middle ground in this argument or this discussion, right? Right. So here's the thing. I have a completely different opinion, and I'm going to share it with you, is that everything that is done in the name of Abrahamic violence, meaning Christian and Muslim radical extremism and violence, is done – by men behind those groups and those religious organizations who want money, minerals, land, oil, all the stuff works the same everywhere. It doesn't fucking matter who you are. So I have publicly stated two things, two things and two things only. One, I am on the side of innocent civilians, and that is it. I am not on the side of a country I am not for geography when someone says, God bless this piece of land or God bless that piece of land. I say, fuck your God, because I am not interested and I do not believe those things. Mm -hmm. Number one. Number two. And this is really, really important, Okay, is that innocent people are being murdered by terrorists and authoritarian governments Mm -hmm. and people who don't give a shit about the cannon fodder of human capital that they continue to destroy and kill every single day. So I don't get into the back and forth. And I basically shined every piece of content that came out of that area of the world where people were telling me what was going on and what I should believe. Right now, I am not Jewish. I am not Palestinian. So it's much easier for me to zoom out, spent. Like, it's way easier for me to yeah. go, you know what? I see this from a different perspective and I am firm in my belief system for someone like you. That's worth saying out loud. I want to highlight
1: that because that's the difficult part when you're watching this outside looking in and you don't have an immediate connection to one side or the other. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to watch this because people are dying. And, and that, that is very much worth highlighting Dean that, that, that you don't have that connection. And I think that's, Part of the frustration when we're when you're talking about this in a setting like this, or at work with a group of people, because you're automatically sitting there hoping you're you're not going to offend somebody based on someone's connection to these cultures, right? That's, is that is that accurate? That's that's, that's the other problem
2: with it, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, not for me, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to talk about it to be honest with you uh, because this is. I, I, I would like to see tape of me saying that I I was seriously not going to use Twitter or talk about politics anymore. It might be true. I'm not denying it. Lachlan, you probably have a good memory. Look, uh, the reality is uh, it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't. That the, the, the social media platforms, they're engineered towards making money for someone else and they're uh, engineered to have us attack each other. And I'm just, uh, I'm done. I, I, uh, maybe I'm full of shit. Maybe Lachlan's right. I'll be back on your show in three months. What do months you mean days.
0: you're done? What do you mean you're done? Like, what you've done? Watch talk-
2: my, I, I, since I've made the decision, my wife didn't take away my phone, Dean. I gave okay. her my phone, I took okay, it away sir. from myself. Uh, and I told her to hide it. Uh, okay. And I went through uh, a withdrawal process. I'm still going through it. And uh, it's not a joke, it's an addiction. And I know about addiction. Uh, it's, I had a similar, uh, feelings, uh, that I've had when I've gotten off of other things that I was addicted to. Um, and, uh, it's not that I, am not going to be involved with politics in my personal life. I've always been a political junkie. I I find it the most interesting things of all. I'll talk talks in bars with people, but I'm no longer, uh, going on social media And saying A, B and C to have a bunch of people attack me on the comment section. It's just not fun anymore. There's just not fun anymore. And if I can't change anything uh, and I know what I believe and I feel very strongly about it, you know, that's enough. All I can do is vote. That's all I can do at the end of the day is vote. And that's what I'm going to do.
0: Do you feel like um, so, so, you know, you talk about what, what was that experience? Because you you and I have talked a couple of times about like you having personal experiences talking to people about what's going on over there where, where people were just fucking anti-Semitic assholes. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, it's all over
2: the Internet. I don't even know what's it's the zone is so flooded that I don't even know what anti-Semitism what is anti-Semitic. You know, the old story used to be you can be against Israeli policy and not be anti-Semitic, which I do believe is true. Uh, but what's going on now is, is, is something else. And uh, I, I'm stepping away from it. I am—I uh, have my beliefs, very strong beliefs. I believe my views are correct, I, you know. And I just don't feel the need to, to talk about it publicly anymore. And, and it's not what I do. Really, at the end of the day, it's not what I do. And some fans are a little disappointed. Uh, most probably are happy, but I don't really give a fuck. I've never cared about what they think. it's what's good for me for my family. I've played I've started playing more music I started doing more uh, stuff around the house. I'm spending more time with my family and I'm happier for it and it, by the way the, uh, uh, the the feeling of wanting to opine about any number of things which I like to do publicly is still there. I'm just not allowing it to. It's just like quitting cigarettes. You know, you don't have that one cigarette because as soon as you have that one, you're going to want to have half a pack and then you're full blown smoker again. That's how I'm looking at it. Mm. That's it. It's not it's not anything other than that. But but these social media sites that I've been saying for a long time, Lachlan, uh, they are rigged against all of us and Mm -hmm. they're they're toxic for me. And by the way, I'm not I'm just speaking for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking for myself. Uh, Can you, know,
0: you not, but when you're not engaged, so, so one of the things I saw all the time, and I was talking with uh Mark Saltzman about this, as a matter of fact, uh, just in, in text, our tech guy, great dude, Mark Salzman. Have you seen him? Your tech report, great dude. Um, and and, and he, he's like, I've been off since this whole thing started, and I'm like, how do you manage as a Jewish man? How do you manage talking about this? He's like, I I, I can't anymore. Much like Spenny, he's like I, I can't voice an opinion because and it's not even I don't know about you, Spenny, but it's not
2: can't, it's won't for me. I like okay, for-
0: won't because and that's the problem because you know speech should be free. you should be allowed to voice your opinion without being attacked for it. But the vitriol, depending on what side you support, and by the way, supporting one side or the other when you can't zoom out and see what's actually going on there, that just means you're a rube. Um, but I, you know, I don't agree with that
2: without saying my hat. I don't agree with that. I, I do,
0: think because- that people are
1: pawns in a bigger picture.
2: I, I, I that's, totally. that's why
1: I find it very frustrating to, I think religion is, is a, is a, is a way of
2: controlling the population. A yeah. Yeah, I, that's such a easy answer. Uh, you know, the zoom out. What the fuck does that mean? I mean, I'll you know, tell you what it
0: means for it me. It goes
2: on. Shit goes on in the world. Whether I we know it does.
0: Kidding. And it's been going on in the world for like yeah. hundreds of years. That yeah. fight is going on. Yeah, I think on people for, are and being and played I'll, by being and involved. I'll, in, and I'll, in I'll in tell religion. you why it bothers me. And this is why it bothers me, because, A, my heart breaks for innocent civilians that were murdered by a terrorist attack three and a half weeks mm-hmm. ago by Hamas. which is It's horrible, but it issue.
2: happens in every war. Why well, all of a sudden heart, is it? Why is this war? You know how many civilians were killed in Iraq or any other war that you care to talk about? It's horrible, Mm -hmm. horrible, horrible. Mm -hmm. But it's just it's just too easy to say that. Like, you know, I don't mean you have to take a side, but, you know, to to say that there's there's no right and wrong. There's no uh, we have. It's a very nuanced conversation. Totally. Social, totally it social is. media is not where you're going to find nuanced conversation. You might find no. you are drinking a no, Guinness. With so let me
0: ask you a question as someone who is not Jewish, as someone who is not Palestinian, Spenny, as someone who's just told you that I have to zoom out and I'll explain that in like less yeah. than 15 seconds, zooming out is saying, Hey, listen, I understand the Abrahamic war that's going on in that region for thousands of years. I understand the men and the fascist dictatorial religious governments that are involved in there from Iran to Syria to, uh, you know, I understand the response from the Israeli people. I do not understand the death that is going on in Gaza right now. I do not understand why Hamas, why do, because they want to wipe Jews off the face of the earth and they won't stop till they do. So something has to happen. And that I understand. But my zooming out is this, is that it is all bad. What I've seen when it comes to Mm -hmm. war is all bad. When When I see it, when it comes to this response from Israel, I think it is all bad. But I don't think they have a choice. And so when it comes to how I feel about all genocide, all murder in the name of any religion or mineral rights or oil wills or or captains of industry deciding that they're going to hide behind government or they're going to hide behind religion, even crazier, a piece of my, land that somebody me. decided was sacred for some reason. Like That's well, me zooming Sonic. out. And so what when I say God. that and people will say that's disingenuous if they're religious, right, if they're they have some kind of Abrahamic Muslim or Christian or, or Zionist horse in the game is is it is it too simplistic of me as someone who just can't watch it as someone who supports the innocence. And that's it. Is that too simplistic of a thing? And is it disingenuous? It's, not simplistic. People like me? it's,
2: it's unrealistic. It's not the way humans operate, unfortunately. I wish they did. I mean, anybody who wants civilians to die is crazy, in my opinion, and hateful and a bigot. I'm not so sure this war is about religion at this point anymore. Uh, it's um, probably more about occupation, and uh, and then you've got the religious zealots on both sides that are inflaming the situation. But once uh, October 7th happens, I don't know, I, I just, I, I, you know, I... <laughs> It's a real thing that happened. And I think reactions are human nature and they're going to happen. And I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong because I'm not giving that away. It's my business what I think of it at this point. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I I just, it just seems pie in the sky to not, uh, to not at least try to understand both sides, where they're coming from, and then try to work towards peace.
1: Well, now you're defending Dean. Thanks, buddy. From the. You, you, well, you, I don't that, have exactly knowledge. what he's saying. You have to take a step back. You have to take an outside look at this and go, "Come on, like what? How do how?"
2: No, that's not what, taking Lachlan, aside, Lachlan, That's you, not what I'm. What I when he says, uh "I'm only for the civilians," that to me is what I'm not against it. I just think it's not.
1: That's not a simplistic view of this
0: at all. The simplistic view of this is
1: going okay. It's
2: what I'm saying you is have to irrelevant. pick a side.
0: But that's, 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 that's the thing, thing. that everybody that's so is that's attention. why everybody is putting a flag on the end of a broomstick and clogging up Union Station and preventing people from getting home in Canada, which is, again, my problem. And again, this might be too much of a militant Canadian for white guy perspective, but, you know. My problem is when something that's going on that has been going on for a couple hundred years on the other side of the planet prevents people from getting home to their families or getting to work to support their families in this country because we feel like we have to protest in the name of whatever God you believe in or whatever religious ideology you've adopted because your parents told you to. That's a problem for me. i do not like-
2: against war, but you show me one war that's ever happened in human history where civilians didn't die. That's what seems the disconnect for me. As sad as no it is, spending own wrong. I want, wrong.
0: Peace,
2: I but, want but, fucking peace. Yeah. But here we are.
1: It's just yeah. too easy to say that to Everybody me. Everybody wants the same thing ultimately, the end goal is is why can't they just stop? But then the other the other part of the equation is is if they stop what what's the end game? Like that I mean that's that's where I'm at right now. That's why I'm so disgusted by the coverage. I I because what they did on October seventh is terrorist attack. You, can, you can't, Genocide. you can't question them doing what they're do. The, the response, you can't question it. But then you can question. Okay, now innocent people are dying, and then. Man, it's so, it's so complicated to to, to have enough.
2: It's a disproportionality of it I think we're all reacting to. Yeah. Well, is, and you know, that's, it's the that's part of the it. the largest military power in the world. And they're pounding the fuck out of uh, uh the Gaza Strip, which is, let's be honest, full of poor people probably. Yeah. Uh, You know, and yeah, I get that. I, I get that. I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know.
1: The lack of the conversation for me um, that drives me crazy is – is, is that because, and, and again, at some point, somebody, and I don't care who, and whether they're on a side or not, has to sit back and go, okay, why are we here? Like, why is this happening? And that, I mean, we're a, we're a long way from, but the, but again, it's complicated. It's nuanced. That gets thrown in everybody's face all the time. But it's 2023, Spanny. It's 2023. At I want some peace. point. To
2: me like I at, want some,
1: war. at some no, no I know you don't want a war. Nobody wants it. But at some point, somebody no. has to take no, a step back true. and go, okay.
2: The settlers without- want it, Hamas wants it. This is what's happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. And right. No y- one's know, gonna it, sit down and go, Why, why did this happen? Why are we here? Well, I know why we're here.
0: I know why we're here because some terrorists decided to go and attack some people in Israel who are just minding their own fucking business going to concerts and shit. That's why we're here today. Why are we here overall? Because Muslim extremists and Christian extremists have been propagandized for hundreds of years into hating the fuck out of each other. That's why we're here. That's why these people are taking up arms and they're like committing jihad or yeah, murdering children in the name of whatever god or whatever country because you are the chosen people or they're the chosen people. None of them are the chosen people. They're just they're just suckers for a cult. That's but how I believe. Have
2: said something interesting here. This world needs Jimmy Carter, Anwar Sadat, Menachem Begin, and you can throw in the Rabin who was murdered. Of course, we unfortunately you have Benjamin Netanyahu in power when this happened. Mm-hmm. You, have, you have conspiracy theories that he let it happen so he could do this. I don't know what the fucking truth is. But I, I can tell you what Netanyahu's going to do, and he's doing it. And he was elected uh, uh, apparently uh, in Israel. And uh, you know, I, I don't and Hamas
1: know. was elected in yeah, Palestine. You know what? I was thinking about
0: I it see. too. If we were in Canada, if Canada, let's just say the roles reversed, right? Let's just say the United States is a little strip of Canada. We'll get to that wall they want to build, by the way, in just a second. Let's just say the United States is just a strip of Canada, right? And let's just say they incurred uh, into our territory and killed 1,400 of our people, including women and children, and then took like 200, 300 people hostage. Every single Canadian would say, burn it to the ground. Yeah. Every single one. Mm -hmm. There wouldn't be. And the the ones that wouldn't, we'd be mocking. We'd be calling them not patriot. What's that? I
2: was a woke supporter. Now I'm not so sure anymore because an element of obviously I'm for the woke aspects of fairness, equality, teaching real history, but there appears to be an element of the woke and the left that I'm extremely disturbed by Uh, the, 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 because I'm not taking a side in this. I, I, I uh, publicly anyways, uh, because uh, it's, it's too complicated. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, you know, there are people that are marching a friend of mine's uh, a (laughs) brother-in-law, It it was, uh, I saw a picture of him with, uh, you know, uh, to the river, to the sea uh, thing, white guy. Uh, There's a trendiness happening or something. And I know what it is, because when you're young, you want to get behind something. You've got time, you've got energy, uh, you've got uh, self-righteousness. For me, when I was a kid, I became like a militant vegetarian, uh, you know, so I can see why this happens, the problem I have with it is that there seems to be not enough historical knowledge, not enough nuance, uh, not enough truth. Mm-hmm. That it, it seems trendy to me, and some celebrities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's just—it's uh, a tragedy on both sides. Let's. I be think
1: I think you have to be a little bit forgiving, not not from the side taking, but from people's absolute. Because I'm I'm going through this. I, I don't know what the answer is, Spinny. I, I, I don't. No one wants this.
2: The answer it is what like said. You get politicians running countries who actually want a peace, and they figure out how to make it happen. Will not happen with Netanyahu. It will not happen with the settlers uh, uh, that are no. expanding illegally into the thing. There's too much hatred uh, mm-hmm. and distrust. And is that that your point, to your point, this
0: is- it's been so difficult to, like, weed through who's right or weed through facts because, to your point, the radical left, right, they're just as hateful as the radical right when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like, I see people that were involved in, you know, the the, the trans, like, uh, you know, book shit on both sides God at the Dean, same I, rallies. I, I... No, hang on. Let me finish. At the same rallies uh now they're just militant for the palestinian people or gaza or hamas uh, there's a big there's a big gray well, soup see, in there but, but uh, i can and see people what? on the right doing the same thing and it's like literally the same triggers the same emotional triggers are being used on social media the same visuals the same lies to try to convince other people what's going on and this is the side you should join and here's what you should believe and there's no critical thought when you're like, I'm gonna retweet this because that looks bad, and I'm on that person's side. And then someone will go, Okay, really? Because here's what you just retweeted, and they'll they'll delete it and they'll think they're cool to get to Spenny's point, where it's like, Okay, I'm gonna retweet that. Now I'm for Palestine or I'm for Gaza, or I'm for hum- I mean, it's we the, the the advent of social media has destroyed people. And it is destroying any effort that we have trying to get to the bottom of what the fuck is going on because it's just a big influence thing now. You do realize that there's
2: generations of kids that don't know history or read anymore because of this technology. And And I hate to sound like an old wet blanket, and of course there's exceptions, but from what I see, when I talk to people, absolutely fucking clueless about the history, about any history. Forget this history, which is complex in and of itself. This the chickens are coming home to roost, and uh, a lot of it's flying under the woke thing. Uh, it's it's <sighs> this is why I want to watch. This is away.
1: different. This is this uh, this is different. No, man, I, it's I, the I, same. It's the same emotional triggers and the same not, data it's not, points. It's not yes, because it is. you guys, you guys, not everyone lives on Twitter. Like I, I, I. I, oh, yeah, I had I had this moment. This was when I when I got when I got past the Trump thing. I I realized that it is a microcosm of society and 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 you're you're making your point Spenny, about not being educated enough about topics like this that's more to the point we can you can't complicate this by suggesting that that that, that the, what we see on social media every day is somehow representative of real life man there is 90% of the population people driving around Going to work every day. They're not on fucking Twitter. They no, don't, I, I don't care. That's not, dude, but they that's not what we're saying. don't give a flying fuck dude, about exactly. what people are fighting about.
0: That's not what makes this different. Hold on. Let me
1: finish. Right. What makes this different, Dean, is yes. that everybody, everyone is talking about it. Take the Twitter and the social media conversation out of it. Sure. It makes it complicated because we all are dealing with this at the workplace. We're dealing with this at the family dinner table. We're dealing with this every day of our lives. It's complicated because we saw and watched and heard things that happened on October 7th. And we were mortified that that could actually happen. That c- people could actually think that that's a good idea to do that. Even harder to understand in Canada. Canada. W- regardless of what side you take. I know, and then, you know, the, reaction, then the reaction, then the reaction happens and now we got to watch the result of October 7th. And everyone is sitting there going, "Oh my god, this has to stop." And some people are trying to make it stop on social media. A very small portion think Dumb they are people. having an impact on society by going on fucking Twitter and commenting or fighting with one side or the other. And then there's people that are taking it to extremes and go out into the streets. The problem is, is that no one has the answer. Nobody has the answer, whether you're on Twitter Facebook or, you're sitting in front of your fucking family trying to explain this to your kids. That's the big difference here. It's different than being woke over, I don't know, like a trans conversation or something like that. No, this is very
0: different. What I'm saying is they trigger the same people on both sides that stick up for those weird, shitty things that we've seen over the past. It's the same people at the same rallies, just now put in a whole bunch of people that are sympathizers from those countries. Real quick.
2: Here's an example. With, okay, sorry, go.
0: No, no, please go ahead. You go. No,
2: I was going to say, like with the trans thing, I I did a modicum, I would say, a bit more than a modicum of research about the issue before I mouthed off about it. I'm still against, uh, you know, uh, trans uh, trans people in women's sports. I am. and It's not a popular position. I really don't give a fuck, but I, I at least took the time to understand a situation that's slightly complicated. This situation is infinitely more complicated. Yes, <laughs> and, and I, I I see a lot of uh, virtue signaling. And now I'm using right wing language, uh, and I mean it. Uh, and it's a lot of virtue sig- signaling. To me, even just saying what what Dean said is a virtue signal because you know you know it, we want we don't want innocent people to die. You know it, it doesn't. It, it's nice that he thinks that. I think that too. Uh, but it, it's it's not a Uh, a deep dive into the the complicated issue of of the Mideast, which has been going on. And by the way, Lachlan, uh, you can't believe they did it. A big phrase now is uh, listen to what they say, you know, uh, uh, because they'll actually do it. Like Trump is saying, he's going to put, he becomes president, he's going to put people in jail. I pay attention to that shit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hamas has been saying all kinds of things (laughs) for a long time. It's in their charter, for Christ's sake. This shouldn't be such a huge surprise. Uh, that this happened.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. Um, and they do what they say they're going to do, and it happens all the time, if we can believe it from American politicians. I don't know if you guys watched the GOP debate last night. Uh, it's just a bunch of fuckwads that are trying to become president. Uh, I, the only takeaway I had was Vivek Swarmy Marmy. Did you guys see what he said yesterday? Yes. wants to build yeah. a wall across 9,000 miles of Canada's I love US that
1: this border. is the only clip that anybody's going to take from this whole thing. <laughs>
2: No, no, And the scum. Uh, H- H- Haley called him, uh, Nikki Haley called him scum. Uh, that's yes, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Two, Those two, two things. Yeah. That,
1: so this, this is politics. Yeah. This is like, I mean, I'm disconnected from American politics outside of uh, what I find very fascinated with the Trump family and, and following the case and everything like that. I don't understand why they have to basically t- 24 hours a day, like they're campaigning, like, 365 America. days of it's America. Of, I want American-style politics
0: me. in Canada and media in Canada. No, we'll get to that in a second. No, Let's watch don't. Vivek. Yes, I do. And I'll tell you this why.
1: This is this is this sums up American politics. Cuz these two clips are the only two clips I've seen. Okay. Loser in the wall. Can and that's where, that's the takeaway from these from a group Can of people I play who play trying to run the goddamn no. country.
0: Okay. okay, let me play it. Okay? Let me hit play. Let me just hit play. This is Vivek talking about putting a big wall up in the south, and then he stuns everybody in the crowd of these idiots that are like, hey, maybe one of these people can lead the country by saying he wants to put up a wall between Canada and the U.S. And I'll tell you what I think about a that. A good relationship with that next president of Mexico. We'll use our own military to seal our own southern border. What we need to do is stop using our military to protect somebody else's border halfway around the world when we're short right here at home. Get serious about protecting this border. And then the other thing that hasn't been discussed is the northern border. I'm the only candidate on the stage, as far as I'm aware, who has actually visited the northern border. There was enough fentanyl that was captured just on the northern border last year to kill Three million Americans. So we got to just skate to where the puck is going, not just where the puck is. Don't just build the wall. Build both walls.
2: Can't just complete the wall. Use the military to seal the Swiss cheese for the tunnels that they're actually building underneath that wall. Thank you, Mr. Practical And actually get this job.
0: (laughs) What a fucking idiot. But listen, let me tell you one thing. I completely endorse that message. I mean, we're not building tunnels to get into a country that has a, a murder rate uh, that that rivals the Philippines. We're not digging tunnels to get in there to hang out with them and their four hundred million guns and and smoke their fentanyl and uh, get food stamps. Like I don't know, I don't think, like I, I, I we're I don't no one's doing. Well, I, I know that's... that, okay. but let me explain something to you. Canada shares about 8,891 miles of border. You got to take that into account because it's not just the border that we see to the south of us. And let's have a look at this together. You got the Alaska border right here. There you go. Part of Canada shares landmass up north as well. So that's what that is. That's what they want to do. That's what that idiot would like to do now. Because listen, if you're going to seal that country off and if you're going to cage Americans, let's make sure that cage goes all the way around the country. That's my theory. Uh, Number two is if the goal is to put up that wall, let's make sure it has a fucking door so we can close it and turn America into the Hunger Games because we can open it up in five years and then we'll see who comes out because I want them all to do it to themselves. Canada is one of the freest, most beautiful countries in the world. We have the longest unprotected border in the free world and have had for hundreds of years. It would cost $6 million per mile, about $26, $27 billion to build, and would take approximately 10 to 12 years. So if that's his great idea, I think Canada should be all in, chip in, and we should all get our hammers and saws, and we should go down to the border and help them because there is nothing Canadians want more. There is nothing I want to see more than a wall between that shit hole, that toilet bowl, and... And the rest of the tank that we call North America. And that is a fucking fact. And listen, there are about 35 million out of 40 million Canadians, there are 35 million who
2: would say yes, please. And it would be only two provinces who would have a problem. I disagree so much with that. Oh my God. You're allowed? Yeah, no, I know. Uh, First of all, I'm okay with it. I lived in the United States for uh, 14 years, 13 or 14 years. I love the United States. I'm a blues musician. I I I grew up on the entertainment coming out of the United States of America. I hate parts of it. I hate uh, uh, you know what I see happening in the politics. But uh, we, the United States and Canada, I, I want it to be like uh, you know uh, cousins. I I I, I do. I, I I I'll never I'll never turn my back on America. Um, I think at the end, we're watching uh, the politics. I think we're watching the end of Trump and MAGA and the, the strengthening of the institutions they're trying to break down. I don't know. Maybe I'm, uh, uh, I'm sentimental. Uh, there's so many great people and great well, things. Well,
1: you're such play. an optimist.
2: I am. <laughs> well, I ultimately, with this issue, I, I am. I, I, I see it happening. I mean, the, you know, Trump's got 91 indictments. Uh, the, with the election that just happened the day before yesterday, the Democrats won. Uh, we're seeing the 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 through throes of frustration and anger and 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 fright uh, from a, a philosophy of living that's dying. Uh, that would be the the you know the, no you know no choice uh, religious fundamentalism. It's dying. So in that sense, I'm 100 percent optimistic.
1: I'm okay with the wall under one condition.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they. There's a bike lane on the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, we got to think about. We got to think about climate throw change. It at the Americans
0: from the top. Gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. So uh, just yeah, as yeah. long as you can ride your bike or a scooter. I'm I i I'm with Locke on this one. Listen, you can get existential all you want. I want to see. I want the Hunger Games to begin in the United States as soon as humanly possible. That's- you put a wall up on both ends of that country and you just leave them through their own <laughs> devices and see who's left in five years. That's the kind of thing I want. It was sort of like I felt that way during the pandemic when no one in the big vaccine fight. I'm like, listen. Just take all the people who don't want to get vaccines, put them in the Rogers Center on a weekend. Make sure you throw someone in there that's got a lot of COVID and see who comes out after 72 hours and uh, see how many of those people. Again, want, I'm like, so glad I jumped on treatment. this
1: podcast. It's, I just I get it's heartwarming.
0: It uh. feels like
2: shtick again, Gene. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm being truthful. And the last thing I'll say is this if we're going to get American style politics in Canada, because we we're starting to do some of that. And I find that very entertaining, by the way, like really entertaining. And as much as I don't like the character of the guys like Pierre Polyev, and as much as I don't like the mudslinging, I really love it because it's great fucking content because it's easy to judge character when someone says I don't like gay people and they're going to lead the conservative party of Canada and possibly the country, which he did the other day. But let me say this, if we're going to do the American style politics, can we bring some American style like media back? Locke and I were talking about this on his radio show in yeah. Edmonton. And I agree F&M. with you on this, Dean, right? too.
1: Yeah. We're sympathetic yeah, yeah. on this as well.
0: We we need every news outlet needs to put reporters on Justin Trudeau's personal dating history. Pierre Polyev, right too. Like Pierre Polyev. Justin around? Trudeau. Oh, yeah, dude. Like in America, they, they got these media outlets that are like, okay, They're ruthless. Newsweek. You're gonna follow Pierre Polyev, or you're gonna follow Justin Trudeau. You're going to follow him into the woods when he's going for a run because we want to know who he's like. We want real paparazzi yeah. shit. I want to know everybody's dating history, who they're banging, hmm. when they're
2: banging. By the way. I want, I
0: want, I want, these, I want like a blurry picture out of the bushes of Pierre these, Polyev leaving a hotel. These are all, room these with these a
2: few are all dudes. Philistines compared to the UK. The UK press is the most, right? Yeah.
0: Is it way yeah, more intrusive oh, than, is it? Okay, oh, dude. All right. Yeah, it's crazy. They do this in the United States, and they do it like like England is really where this whole thing they're started. Bugging, the they're bugging
2: celebrity and politicians' phones. Murdoch was. They, they got caught. Yeah. I mean, they,
0: they, yeah. had, they were they bugging they uh, Harry, Harry's they got, phone. They got, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: they did.
0: Yeah,
1: but, but, yeah, you but remember it was like, like a 20 Streisand grand put or something. 20,000 pounds. Wasn't it a ridiculous amount of money? Like, it was just so stupid. Like, what, he what got fined?
0: But uh, Stryzan and the reason why this came up, and Locke and I were talking about Stryzan put out a book where she like basically talked about how she used to bang Trudeau's dad, and then you know like if you look at the history, if you Google Stryzan and Trudeau, Pierre was a swordsman. a paparazzi picture. Yeah, he liked he, he was a stick man. He liked to get in there, didn't he? He was one of those dudes. I think Justin's the same. The whole country wants to know, and for some reason, Canadian media is like, "Hey, their personal lives are off limits." I'm like. Well that's somebody bullshit. said to me if you're gonna go all the way, go all the fucking way. Somebody Pretty said to, to me on you. Twitter,
1: somebody said yeah. to me on Twitter that, oh, they're doing it because of the kids. And I'm like, what you're giving the media some sort of credibility here that they have that they have not like interfered into Justin and Sophie's like personal life because they're worried about their teenage kids. I'm like, oh my god, you are giving way too much credit to the media. I don't know what it is about that relationship. And their outside relationships. And we know a little bit about the doctor in Ottawa now, but that was because of somebody got smart and went to the court case court dockets and pulled information from a, from a separation of the doctor. Right. That's the only yeah. reason this family, this Trudeau family has got their shit together with respect to what they allow to the media. To the media. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing I don't a like a couple it.
2: Of things, a couple of things. I, I saw Barbara Streisand walk by me once in Malibu. And then I saw her, believe it or not, in a cordoned off smoking room at a sushi bar. Uh, <laughs> when she when she walked by me, she had the most beautiful green eyes I've ever seen in my fucking life. And and and, and uh, Justin's father, uh, uh, Pierre Elliott Trudeau, was completely sexy. Which is, you know, he didn't. It's, was it's, he? It's, I, I oh, my God. This. The intellect uh, was what was attractive about that guy. Uh, he Look, he was banging Barbra Streisand. I mean, what more do you need? And God knows who else and what else. He was a major coxswain, uh, <laughs> incredible, incredible, sexy man. Justin obviously is a very attractive uh, uh, man.
1: Uh, doesn't have his old man swagger
2: I just think it's no, funny that you want to build a wall Dean <laughs> yeah. I understand the, the Hunger Games aspect of it But you also yeah. seem to want uh, More of the dirty uh, we, uh, want the yeah.
0: I, we want a wall with a bike lane We want a wall with yeah. a bike lane And we want paparazzi on all of our politicians Now that's what we want Like, And listen it's very different because I don't want their guns Their fentanyl or their idiots and rednecks And militia coming up here to use our casinos Or do anything up here that's my point but the other thing is, is that I really do appreciate American style media. I don't know what it is. Well, I'll tell you I what it is. I think it's because it's like... It's like CFL it? versus Well, I, live,
2: I lived it. I lived it. Yeah. So Kenny and I, uh, Kenny versus Spenny was sold. We were on Comedy Central, uh, initially on the Game Show Network, uh, then to Comedy Central. The sophistication of uh, of media in the United States explains a lot of why the entire world uh, loves Hollywood uh, because they're very good at it. they're very good at it. Canada, not so much. Better than it used to be, but they have it down to a fucking fine art. And I'm talking about studios. I'm talking about pr- promotions. How they how they deal with the media. It's it's quite remarkable, and it's 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 to be envied in my opinion. But I, I'm an entertainment mm-hmm.
0: geek. Well, we got Jim. No, I I totally agree. I totally agree with you. And, but but it's you going to let that it's go. The lack of. <laughs> It's, it's What's the that? lack of ethics that I'm interested in. What's that? What I you said we like have
1: gem and you guys, nothing. <laughs> CPC.
2: But that's, but it, you know, it's funny you say that because that's kind of the charm of Canada, too, that we're not like that. Like, I remember when I lived in the States and we were, uh, you know, working on Kenny versus Spenny and I would explain to different people about government funding for entertainment they i had to like okay sit down you don't understand they they never heard of such a thing right it's a much more brutal uh uh you know uh, uh, i guess capitalistic thing than it did is. did you explain
1: today. to them that if you were from the east you were fine but if you were from the west you're going to get screwed because it was government dollars
2: uh, i did not <laughs> go into that level of detail oh, okay yeah I <laughs>
0: Dude, I, all I know is is that like the hottest topic no one's talking about is who the Trudeau's are banging now. Now we know who she's banging. She's banging a doctor. Uh, now we want to know who, who he's banging. And and listen, this is the inquiring minds want to know. That is how the world works. In other man, they've got they've countries. got
1: that locked down tight, big time, big time, tight.
0: Like yeah, you, you know you what? You might be better than that. Like you might be better than me when it comes to wanting that juice, Spenny. You might be better than me. When it comes to getting into people's personal lives, and I'm a big live and let live guy, but I want yeah. that information. Selfishly, sure. I want to know who's banging who. Again, and I think the, the rest thing. of the world I, does.
2: We're do. gone full circle, like celebrity cellulite uh, in in uh, National Enquirer. It's yeah. shameful, and I, I I feel bad that I, <laughs> as soon as like that issue came out, I was at the the store looking to see who had cellulite. It's obviously fulfills a, a human need. Uh, you know, uh, let's just be honest about it, you know, and have fun with it. That, again, that's the full circle is laughing at tat- at uh, toupees. Uh, my dad used to call them Davy Crockett's. Uh, that is the that is life. That is uh, as a comedian, that's the stuff you live for. The lady, old lady falling on a banana peel. I hope she doesn't break her hip and die in the hospital. Uh, you know, but uh, this is what like my wife loves watching. If you go on YouTube, they've got like first rate runway models (laughs) falling off the the runway in their high heels. It's (laughs) some of the greatest human shit ever. And I I always want that.
1: I was in a mall one time and I watched someone take a tumble down the escalators. It was, it was going down and it wasn't a big one, but it was, you know, probably 10, 15. And this woman, I don't know what happened. She lost her balance and she went, like ass over tea kettle and she was hurt. Like it, it, you, you can't fall on an escalator. And there was some old woman that was standing to go up the other way. And she started laughing and she was down on a knee. and She was crying, laughing. And this woman is like screaming in agony. And I, it was all I could do to not laugh because it was so absurd. This woman could not control herself. And I will say, I saw the whole thing. I saw the fall. I saw everything. And it was very funny, but I, I was able to control. I was able to control outward laughter, but I was, I was, I lost it when the woman took a knee at the bottom of the escalators, three feet away from this woman in a pile.
2: Kenny and I had a gig in uh, Saskatoon and uh, our friend Uncle Bobby from the show lived there. So he came to the show early and the green room was down some stairs and he fell ass over tea kettle down the stairs. And everyone was so worried how hurt he was. And I guess I was, too. But like Lachlan, I literally had to leave the room. I was in hysterics because I saw him fall and I could not stop laughing, and I didn't want to be that asshole if he broke his neck. Uh, See, I,
1: I added a woman laughing at the bottom of the escalators to make me feel lo- like make me look and feel better.
0: <laughs> Spenny, ah, oh, boys,
1: you
2: were it's the one on. Yeah,
0: it's funny. It's funny watching people
2: hurt. Bana- well, old lady in a banana peel. It's it's yeah, in the never cup- not going to be funny. funny.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, Spencer
0: Rice at Spenny is where you can find him on X. He's not on there anymore. And if no, I'm not- on there. I'm just
2: not doing politics.
0: Okay, he's on there, but he's not doing politics. Uh, you can get a hold of him. Anywhere you want, you're but so full of shit. No, he he's not. He ha, he has. <laughs> I want to see tape,
2: Mister Cross. I yeah. want you tape, are so
0: full of <laughs> shit. Uh, Lachlan Cross at Lachlan Cross on Twitter nine five seven Cruise FM in Edmonton is where you can listen to him every single weekday morning. He's the host. I'm much more intelligent
1: on all these social media platforms. Plus, no, you're not. I'm not gonna fucking call it x like you dick you might it's be one Twitter. of
0: the worst tweeters on the planet dude you yeah. are awful at it i don't know I, how you have forty thousand okay. followers okay. but you do
1: i'm okay being awful at it, I do, oh, it yeah. I do it my way i do it my way the one thing
2: the one thing <laughs> I you don't can't fight take away with fucking people the one thing you can't take away from mr lachlan cross he works with the dwarf yes that's good that's yeah that's, that's right. high-end shit i appreciate it and i think that guy's <laughs> fucking great and hilarious he's my best I friend. Think. Yeah, I love him. You oh, he might be my only
1: friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a kiss for me. Boys, uh, back, really,
0: down. really good to see you both. Thanks so much for being here, Spen. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you guys hey, soon. Hey,
1: we actually got through this whole podcast without talking about you and I and, and our little conflict, Spenny.
2: What? We had a conflict?
1: You are amazing. And that's part of it right there. I truly
0: love you. Okay. I love you <laughs> I, too. Yeah. Talk to you guys soon.
1: What conflict. That, made it, that made it all better.
0: Okay. The one in his poison brain. That's the <laughs> conflict. Uh, thanks, boys. We'll talk to you soon. Spenny, Lachlan, that is it for us. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Thanks so much for having fun with us. Uh, don't forget, you can get everything we do at Cryer.co. If you want to find the visual versions of these podcasts, you can go to YouTube, Cryer Media on YouTube, Dean Blundell Show on YouTube. You can also get us anywhere you get your fine podcasts, Google, Apple, Spotify, etc and you can follow us Cryer media on twitter at it's dean blundell on twitter i think i got all those things out and a big special thank you to our friends at muse on the mic official uh body rub parlor and podcast of the dean blundell show uh muse on the mic with emily and riley go and download and subscribe these are sex workers and advocates uh, who take you inside the world of body rub and they talk about you know your your sexual fantasies and they also tell you that it's okay and they also tell you how women in the oldest industry can work safely in the industry. Uh, It's a wonderful little podcast, and I highly encourage everybody to go download it. It's called Muse on the Mic, and, of course, Muse Massage Spa, 1290, Finch Avenue West in Toronto, Ontario, anytime you're here. Go and see my friends Emily and Riley. They'll help you out. Also, thanks to our friends at Cantorque. Go to cantorque.com today. New website coming very soon as well. These are makers of the best torque wrenches In the world, if you have a loosening or fastening solution you've been looking for, heavy machinery, nuclear industry, railroad, doesn't matter, oil patch. These guys are the best in the world. They do it for everybody around the world. They're located in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, Canada, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, being they don't manufacture anything overseas. It's kind of a point of pride for Colin and his staff. Uh, So visit Colin Livingston at cantorque.com today if you have an application or a solution that you need for bolting. They make it for you in the country that you're proud of. And they also design it and they'll send it to you and they'll manufacture it for you and they'll take care of it for you and they'll service it for you. That's what they do. Go to cantork.com today for more information. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Uh, thanks for being part of the show. We will see you on Friday. Uh, yeah, Friday. We back on Friday? Yeah, I think we're back on Friday. It's today, Thursday. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Say <laughs> Friday, and I know it's tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, friends. Bye. <laughs>